Episode 36, Karen Alter Borshoff. Welcome to Gut Plus Science. Analytics about people. Insights for executives. Truth you can act on. A high-energy, fast-paced, results-oriented exchange featuring employee engagement evangelist and CEO, your host, Nikki Llewellyn. Here we are back on Gut Plus Science for another interview with a CEO that is energized in her new role and ready to share her journey. But first, did you know that trust is one of the 14 drivers of employee engagement? Scientifically speaking, there are 14 unique motivators that drive us as employees to show up and bring our greatest force or not. So it's so important to look at as we're trying to solve this problem of employee engagement across the nation globally. You know, what is it that makes up employee engagement? How do we truly dissect what's behind this kind of squishy term. Well, there are 14 unique things. We talk about many of these on the show. And today we're going to learn from a CEO who puts trust at the top of her strategy. Karen Alter has spent over two decades growing the Borshoff organization and has recently taken the CEO seat. I'm excited to hear about her journey and her vision during this exciting time. She's ready to share. But first, let's hear from today's Gut Plus Science sponsor. Purplelink's customized HR services will help you make your workspace joy-powered. Whether you're looking for help with recruiting, compliance, or leadership training, they listen to what you need and tailor their solutions to you. Check out purplelinkllc.com. That's purpleinklc.com to find out how they can help your business. And look for the Joy-Powered Workspace podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, let's get this show on the road. Today, we're talking about vision and values are alive in an organization and not just writing on the wall and how this leader has seen the shift in her organization with their effort to bring a vibrant vision and meaningful values to life this past year. We get to learn from Karen Alter, CEO of Borshoff today. She's going to take us behind the scenes to get an understanding of what's working to transform their culture and drive engagement of the Borshoff team. Karen, welcome to the show and let's just jump right in. So, so what have been your greatest leadership lessons in your leadership at Borshoff over the past decade? I think it's probably changes maybe on a, on a day-by-day basis, but really over the past uh, decade, I think what's been most profound for me as a leader is the whole idea of trust and really trust as that foundational, um, meaningful connection with not only clients, but coworkers and partners and really just how instilling trust, gaining trust, earning trust is such a game changer in, in business, in all aspects of business, as well as um, really just being authentic. You know, it's okay to not have everything figured out. I think when I first entered leadership, I, I had these um, mentors and, and leaders, former owners of Borshoff, who I always had it held up on this pedestal and I thought, gosh, they just have it all together. They have everything figured out. But that wasn't the case, really. There, It was okay to admit when you may not know the right answer or we, we may have made a mistake. And so I really learned that people, not only our team, uh, you know, people that work for Borshoff, but our clients, they really appreciate leaders who speak the truth and are really open and honest in their communications. Trust and authenticity, just such big rocks for leadership of an organization. I, I want to break those down a little bit. So was there like a determining time, like a moment where it just kind of like the light bulb went off for you, where you realized 
pouring into trust was a really key thing? Or how did that become, I guess, at the forefront of being so big in your leadership? Our business has changed over the, I think I've read recently that in marketing, advertising, public relations space, the last 18 to 24 months, there's been more change than in the past decade. And so about two years ago, we were kind of going through some, I'll call it growing pains, but really it was more redefining um, our business a little bit and just where were we headed. And so we had to make some tough decisions about staffing and tough decisions about where where we were headed in terms of services and servicing our clients. And with those decisions, uh, because you're dealing with people, you're dealing with people's lives, people that have worked for you and that you care about, it was really tough. And that to me, probably about two years ago was the turning point for me, just in terms of uh, regardless of those hard decisions or regardless of how those decisions had to be handled and made, really instilling that trust with not only the team members who were staying at Borshoff, but uh, the team members who were moving on. If you could give a suggestion to our listeners, so our audience is comprised of leaders that are looking to sharpen their skills, what would be the, you know, the tactics that you would suggest to them on how to build trust? You know, what are a couple of things that you've seen work from how you do that one-on-one or how that you do that at large? I think it really comes down to communications. And that may sound funny coming from me who, you know, our business is all about communications, but it's really being unified in our communications as leaders, leaning into conversations, whether that's one-on-one or small groups or even to the entire team as a whole, but really just being vulnerable, being authentic, sharing information, sharing the information that you may have at the time, even though it may not be the full picture, being that transparent leader to just say, here's where we are right now. Here's what we've decided today. We might have to make some adjustments going forward. But I think really internally and even with our clients, relationships matter. And the more you can lean into those and the more you can just explain where you are at the time and kind of your rationale, give justification for where you are at the moment and why you've made the decisions you've made, I think really goes a long way to building trust. You know, I see that as like just being more human, you know, as a leader with your people. Yeah, that's, that's great. So, so exciting for you that, you know, you've been at Borsha for over 20 years and in leadership for over 10, and now you're taking over the CEO seat. It's so exciting. What do you think have been the greatest game changers for your business? Technology is probably the the most obvious one. There are just so many new ways to communicate. Just communication in general has changed. I mean, obviously, you and I experience it in our daily lives. And so from our standpoint, the need to really support our clients in that effort, how are our clients and their businesses really reaching their audience segments because they are bombarded? I mean, we used to say that communications was complex a decade ago, and it's quadrupled today. And so the demands on our clients, we work with a lot of CMOs in their businesses, and their demands are greater. They're being held accountable to making a business impact. And so their expectations then of their agency partners have changed, have increased. So our really responsibility to add business value or add business impact is really become, that's really become our number one focus. It's it's not so much anymore about 
creating great work. I mean, obviously, that is a goal of ours. We always want to create great work for our clients and, and work that works, but it really is the outcomes. How is this going to impact our clients, our clients' business? So I think that's really a big one. Let's go back to the vision and values topic. So from what you've learned, how do you enable vision and values to come alive, like living vision and values in a business? I think it really starts at the top. And as a CEO, I have three business partners. And so we're part of the executive team. I mean, we're really in charge of of Borshoff and all of us have been here for individually decades. (laughs) And so when we came together fairly recently, two and a half years ago, as a as a fairly new executive leadership team, it was really our goal to sustain what the previous owners, the, the you know the founding, our founding principal Myra Borshoff had set in motion thirty four years ago, but really to carry that forward and honestly to put our spin on it because we're not the same company that we were three years ago, a decade ago, 30 years ago. So this past year, we really felt like, let's revisit our vision. Let's revisit our values and really share those with the staff because it felt a little bit like we had various teams within Borshoff that were all in different cars or different trucks or whatever on the different roads. And really, we felt like we were wavering a little bit. Nobody could really articulate what our vision and values were. And so by doing so, now I feel like we're, to use the cliche, we're really all on the same bus and we're going in the same direction. And so we've incorporated that vision and values into our conversations with direct reports. We now have an employee of the month uh, nomination process where that you can uh, nominate a coworker, but you have to demonstrate how that coworker is living out the values And then we've incorporated into our hiring process and our goal setting for all of our employees. So it's fairly new. We we rolled it out in August. And so we've got a lot of ideas uh, as we go forward into 2019. But so far, it seems to really be providing that clarity and purpose and and focus for for everybody here at Borshoff. And getting everybody on that same bus moving in the right direction is a great thing. Uh, I want to break down, you know, one of these tactical things that you just talked about, because I think, you know, we're always looking for new ideas on this show and this employee of the month thing. I'm interested to learn, you know, how does that work? How does someone submit their nomination? And then how do you vet those? And how many people do you recognize? And then how do you recognize them? Could you share a little bit more? It's an online form and it's anonymous and you have to answer a couple of questions just you can list who you are or you can remain anonymous and you have to give examples of why you think that person is deserving of the employee of the month award. And so our four values are humble, hungry and or driven, people smart and authentic. And so we want examples with in all of those buckets or one of those buckets as to whether that was a, an exchange that you had uh, as a team member with that person or s- something that you witnessed where they really furthered uh, a client objective or you know how they handled a, a difficult conversation or whatever the case might be, they can write it out. And then those are submitted to our HR director And she then provides those to me and I bring those to the executive leadership team and we kind of vote on them based on 
you know, some some one person might get three nominations in a month. And so that person might end up being the clear winner. But we do use a little um, subjectivity, I guess I should say, in making that decision on a monthly basis. And then in terms of honoring that person, we announce it at our town hall, our monthly town hall meeting, and we recognize them among the, the rest of the staff. And then there's a little sign that goes up in our central cafe here in the office where it says the employee of the month and the person's name. And we're going to get to your um, office layout and how that's probably a huge component as to like how that person gets kind of showed off a little bit. We'll get there in just a second. But I'd love to know, how have you seen a clear vision and values change employee engagement at Borshoff specifically? Like what's different? It's been really interesting. So people have always loved working at Borshoff. We've hired over the years, great, great people. And Clearly, even even if they've gone on to other places, they truly care about our company and truly that people-to-people connection has been really, really great. I think once we set the, the vision and values just a few months ago, what I've seen and I think what our whole leadership team has seen is increased productivity, increased positivity, more collaboration, and just a higher morale. I, I really feel like people feel a little, just maybe more sure-footed about where we're going as a company and how they fit into it, how they can contribute to it, how they can bring value to it. It just feels like we're, we're in a really good place now because everyone has a clear understanding of all of that. Clarity is a, a big thing. Really huge. Big thing. It's really huge. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. So I hinted a second ago about your office. Um, I've been there and I would say it's up there with like my top three favorite offices that I've ever visited. It is beautiful. So you completely changed the way that you work at Borshoff with the absolute complete makeover of your space in the new location. So talk about how you chose that design and layout. It was a really, really fun process. And so we had been downtown for 17 years prior to moving here And that office space, we loved being right downtown. And that office space really served us well. We grew from one floor to three floors in that building and just really loved the central location and the vibrancy of downtown. And what we really saw, though, it kind of ties back to what I was saying before about our our, our new leadership group and where we were heading as an agency. And what we were finding was that we needed to work differently. In that previous space, we were very much compartmentalized in offices and, like I said, three floors. So our objective with a new space was something where we could all be on one floor, where we could it could be a very open, engaging environment that was also conducive to hosting clients. It was easy parking for clients to get here. Being in the, the cultural creative district is just a, a huge added plus for us. So we really loved the, when we walked in here, it just felt very warm and inviting and inspiring. And talk a little bit about how did you learn based on, you know, your organization and dynamics and people's needs, how to position, you know, the community space and the desks and all of that. I know you went through quite a bit through a process and had some experts help you with that. We did. We worked with a company called Doris Research. And that is actually their business model is they come in with companies and 
ask a lot of questions about how you collaborate, not necessarily like how many offices you need or how many, like what size of desks you need or conference rooms and those kinds of things, but specifically how do you work as a team and how will space enhance that collaboration or enhance your business objectives? So it was about a 12-week process and it was very inclusive of all of our team members. So they did one-on-one discussions, they did team discussions, we did group sessions where we kind of created, you know, different spaces that we could potentially live in. So it was a really, really lengthy process, but made our decisions so, so easy because once we started planning our space, we had all of that research and data from our employees. So the decisions were easy. We came in and we said, yes, we want light. Yes, we want green. Yes, we want various different sizes of collaboration space. We want a centralized cafe where people can huddle and and do things that when they're not working and, and just be together and team build. So it was really, really a fun process. And, and like I said, going through that, you know, research is part of our work. That's how we work with our clients and build our strategies. And so that really spoke to us when we were working with Doris, just that that would make that whole process uh, very smooth and, and easy to come to fruition. I'm curious to know what's like one of the favorite things that employees find most beneficial out of the change? What kind of stands out? I think what they like is just the ability to move through the space and find a place where they want to work that day that will inspire them. It may be their desk. It may be one of the focus rooms. It might be one of the conference rooms. It might be collaborating with someone in a private office. But I really think that variety is what we were missing in our previous space. And that's really what we have here. So it, you know, our, we're, we're in a, the creative business. We, we really, our ideas are what we sell and strategies are what we sell. So the fact that we can have different places that might be inspiring to you today versus what might, what you might need tomorrow, I think is really, really furthers that cause and really helps us do the best work we can do. That's awesome. So how have you seen, if you just kind of had to summarize this, how have you seen the culture change as part of the new space? I think the team really loves the open concept and the ability, like I said before, to kind of move through the space and find something that suits them. I will say, and and back to my authenticity point of of earlier, uh, we've had, we have noticed a few maybe not so great uh, things about the space. It is this, this, because we are in this open concept, sometimes having difficult or in the moment conversations aren't as easy. You, it's very obvious when you have to kind of pull someone aside because we're in this big open space. And then I think it can be distracting if someone's playing music or someone is having a, a louder conversation. So there have been some um, adjustments that we've all had to make but I do think the good has has completely outweighed any any of the negative. And I think it's done so much for team building. We are now so very proud to bring clients and prospects into our space. It's so much more efficient for them to do that. They, we've got free parking here. And then we've also been able to host some community or professional organizations in our space. And I think that really just speaks to Borshop's brand about relationships and really being part of this community 
that we that we love and you know have been in since 1984. Oh, I'd like to ask a little bit about that with regards to relationships. Are there certain things that you inspire for your employees as far as like getting out in the community or in your leadership? Are there ways that that leaders get involved in the community? Love to hear just a little bit more about what you guys do there. Yes, community service is one of the things that we have really valued from day one. It is something that the leaders here at Borshoff have always held in high regard. And we really inspire our team members to get involved in the community, whether that's we always participate in Indie Do Day uh, on an annual basis. We are a company that cares through United Way. But then if people have individual interests, we really support that. So we've had somebody that's been involved in the Pink Ribbon Connection or the Indianapolis Men's Chorus or the Monumental Marathon, whatever that is, we really want to encourage that because that just furthers an employee's total job satisfaction. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And I personally just love that topic. So what do you think are the most important indicators to measure in order to drive a healthy and engaged culture from your perspective? It goes back to really retention and our our employees wanting to stay and wanting to dig in and wanting to contribute. You know, one of the things I've loved about working at a small company all these all these years, and why I've stayed, and and why I, why I've wanted to help uh, continue it, you know, continue the lasting legacy of Borshoff, is because we can impact our future. We're a small company. We want ideas. Our team members, our some of our best resources in terms of where we're heading and, and the services that we provide. So really, that retention. I think referrals, not only from employees, but from clients, if we're getting new business based on, uh, you know, a client tells another potential client about us or an employee tells an, a, another, uh, a person they know, whether that's another potential employee or another business that we could work with. And really just re- reputation, kind of the three R's, retention, referrals, reputation. I think the great thing about Borshoff is the stability and longevity that we have as a company, 34 years in the, in the business. And what's really exciting for me is that it's a rock solid foundation, but we're evolving and really we're helping our clients evolve at the same time. And so that's really exciting for me. Well, first up, congrats on 34 years and for all you're doing to really be intentional on the organization as you continue to build it. Just kudos. So Karen, thank you for sharing today. Loved hearing about your leadership journey at Borshoff. Such good lessons shared. And I'm sure you've inspired many of our listeners today. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor message and then come right back and learn a little bit more about the personal side of you with what we call our lightning round. We'll be right back. Custom Concrete has been creating foundations for the finest homes, commercial buildings, and industrial facilities throughout central Indiana since 1969. Builders, contractors, and homeowners rely on our expertise because so much depends on getting it right. Our knowledge and control of all aspects of the job, from excavation to waterproofing to backfill, means that extra value is built into every project. Codes don't drive our business. Excellence does. See the difference at customconcrete.com. 
All right, Karen. So this is what we call our lightning round. It just gives me and our listeners an opportunity to learn just a little bit more about you. So you can just answer in like, you know, short, short little phrases on these questions. What would be a favorite book or one that you'd recommend to our listeners today? I just read it and I love it. It's called The Power of a Positive Team by John Gordon. And I would really highly recommend it for any CEO or executive uh, leader of a business. It's just really talking, again, about that human side and why positivity matters uh, in, in teams and for business success. Thank you for sharing that. How about a favorite vacation spot? Marco Island, Florida. It's beautiful. If you haven't been, you should go. Mm-hmm. And for you and I that are in the chilly tundra of Indianapolis, that sounds wonderful today. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and how about a favorite hobby when you're not working? Right now, my favorite hobby is my 18-year-old son. He's an athlete and a senior in high school. So a lot of my time is spent uh, attending his sporting activities and just watching him thrive in that setting. And how can our listeners connect with you after the show today, Karen? I think the best way is probably either through LinkedIn and it's just, you know, Karen Alter at Borshoff, or uh, I can give you my email, which is karen.alter at borshoff.biz. Karen, thanks so much for taking us into your world and sharing so transparently about your journey and the big steps you've taken alongside your leadership team to bring engagement to new levels at Borshoff. Here's my truth you can act on from our episode today. Number one, have an employee of the month program. Tie this to your vision and values and make the rewards awesome. Like Borshoff gives premier garage parking to the awesome Borshoffer of the month. When redesigning your space, research by asking your employees key questions to understand what they need. Build the space based on your employee feedback and not just the last Forbes article you read with cool pictures of open concept and foosball tables. And as a leader, reflect on how you bring trust and authenticity in all of your live and written communications. Like be proactive on this, thinking about it every day before it starts, and reflect on this daily to see how did I bring trust and authenticity in my interactions or how I wrote my messages to my people today. This is the show for today. Awesome one. That's it. We'll see you next week on Gut Plus Science. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.